0: want something more than just physical it's been a while since you met someone original Word. you spend your time drinking wine in your living room all that good pussy can't find one to give it to
1: hello and welcome to another episode of you don't know it's a podcast about wine and bullshit um i'm who am i <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think Renee. you're Renee.
1: I'm Renee, and I'm <laughs> hope. I
2: hope I'm Don. <laughs> Great,
1: cool.
2: It's I think We're Renee doing it live. and I hope Don. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um. Well, today, today, I walked down. Oh no! Today, what I did is I called and I said, "Hey, uh I need some wine. Can I have two bottles of wine?" and the person on the other end was like, sure, what do you want? And I was like, I don't know, it's hot. <laughs> 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 so he was like, all right, well, I'll pull together a few bottles, and then when you get here, you can tell me which one you want. And I was like, cool. One of them we'd already had, so I picked the two that I hadn't had. Mm. Um, so today, coming to you straight from uh, Percy Selections, Good old Percy selections where we get a lot of our wines. We've got uh, something from Mataburro, Muramura. It is a uh, rosé. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. It is a rosé. I think I had rosé last week, too, didn't I?
2: Yeah. It was, yeah. It was a blend of a lot of grapes, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, this one is also a blend, but not of a lot of grapes. It is a blend of, I think, Grenache and, uh, let me see, let me see, let me see, Merlot.
2: Ooh, blend okay. Of
1: Grenache and Merlot. Yeah.
2: So I'm drinking a just red, red Merlot. Sadly, I already drank. It was a lot of hot days this week. You already drank. T- <laughs> yeah, I already <laughs> drunk my, my rosé and like all of my white wine. So I'm kind of stuck with this, even though it's a hot day, but I, I like it. Um. Yeah.
1: Well, I haven't tasted this one yet. We're doing it right here, right now. Um. So let me show you what it looks like. Can you see it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Nice. It's a beautiful pink, kind of, like, orangish color. Mm -hmm. It's clear. Ooh. Actually, I can already start to smell it. (laughs) Ah,
2: so it's not a gentle...
1: No, 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 no. (laughs) It
2: slaps you right in the face. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: let's see. The color is, like, a really, really light pinkish but orangish kind of color. Um. It's a rosé, so we're we're really not going to have a lot of rim variation. Um, it's also very young. Um, I don't see any tear staining. Again, I have no fucking clue what that means. One <laughs> day I learn there is no gas evidence. Um, I don't smell any faults. It does smell very
0: good. Um, let me see.
1: remember when we're smelling for whites we want to well these aren't whites these are red these are red grapes okay mm-hmm. did you hear that yeah fireworks
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> for two months now they've been going on <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: you know what that and, reminds me of of like the people that wait until like after new year's to take down their christmas lights it's like at that kind of thing. It's like I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, there's a whole co- there's a whole conspiracy theory about like why the fireworks have been going on. It's like a tactic.
3: Mm.
1: About about like making like sleep de- depriving a lot of the people that are in these streets freedom fighting. You know.
3: Mm. Okay.
1: Yeah, and so um, it's supposed to like also make it seem like the police are necessary when they're not. Um ah. yeah, it's it's just a bunch of bullshit.
0: Anyway. I'm going to say that this smells. It's got. A little bit of. It smells ripe, but not more spicy. Mm,
2: it
1: smells spicy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say it smells like cleaning supplies, but that's not
2: it. A... <laughs> you good old Windex. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind of. Did you recently clean the glass, Renee? (laughs)
1: No, but of course I wouldn't clean it with Windex. Um, But I don't know what fruit it smells like. It just smells like a red fruit. Strawberries, maybe. Mm,
3: Okay. Nice.
1: Yeah. Anyway. um, I don't smell any wood or anything like that. Um, All right, I'm going to taste it.
2: Mm, get it give me give me the biggest gulp you ever
1: had. <laughs> <laughs> i don't have my bluetooth headphones on so you're not gonna hear me swallow <laughs> jesus christ yeah, uh, <laughs> I was about to say something, but then it was, I'm so glad, I'm so glad that my inside voice was like, no, 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 before I said it, because it was going to be really embarrassing. <laughs> mm. oh, okay, that, so this that is that dry, this mm. is a dry, this is dry, it's a little on the, like, um, uh, I wouldn't say high acidity because I do feel like a little bit of like oily in my mouth, but um, Mm.
0: it's still like refreshing. Yeah, that's all I can say. It just tastes
1: like refreshing red juice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: cranberry juice? <laughs> not cranberry juice. Actually, not at all. It doesn't
3: taste anything like
2: cranberry juice. Yeah, I can go over my wine a little bit. Um, uh, my wine is called Cactus Park. Um, it's actually the the reason why I'm bringing it up. It's it's probably the most jammy wine that I've tasted. So it's a Merlot, um, but it's it's like in the middle of like bold and light well it's more on the bold side but i don't know this is um it's it's just very good and very jammy you get the hints of blackberry like most red wines but yeah this is this is like juice (laughs) I'm, i'm loving this yeah
1: yeah i was i would say that this one is a wine you know how some wines they just like truly taste better with food Mm-hmm. This one, I think you could probably chug by itself and drink <laughs> the whole bottle and not really realize it. Mm. It's, it's like the e- one of the easiest wines ever that I've had to drink. Like it's not too oily. It's not too acidic where it's just balanced. It's like it doesn't mm-hmm. it's not like it doesn't shock me you know, Mm -hmm. um, which sometimes I want, right? Like sometimes I want like something that's really bold and like, Oh wow. Like, Ooh, you know, tart or Ooh, like that's like really creamy or whatever. This is just like, it's just a little bit on the oily side, but not too much. Like it's enough that where if you were having like a ceviche or something, like Mm -hmm. maybe that would be tasty. Um, I don't know why, like, I looked at, this wine is actually on Vivino, and it shows up in, like, the top, Vivino has these, like, ratings or whatever, mm. and, it, and it shows that it's in the top 21% of wines in the world. Whoa. Yeah, so apparently this is good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it says, like, food pairing would be beef, game, mature, and hard cheese. To me, that seems like you would want something a little bit more, like, on the acidic side. But for some, mm-hmm. like, this doesn't taste acidic to me at all. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe it's just because I'm hot or whatever. It's, like, a billion <laughs> degrees in my apartment. Um, but, yeah, like, this is just a really easy wine to drink, I think. Uh, yeah. So... Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Cheers. Have a whole bottle.
2: Cool. Let's jump into topics. (laughs) So I know there's it's Fourth of July and like there's a lot going on in the world, Um, but I I mean the story that I'm about to talk about I think is um, is important to tell because I think a lot of people in our industry in the software engineering industry don't think that. What they're doing is putting someone's life at risk. Um, and so I kind of want to talk about the story about the uh, the Robin Hood user um, that killed himself because he saw like a negative balance. And the negative balance wasn't actually the amount of money that he was going to owe because his contracts expired uh, worthless. But it was just a UI glitch, basically. And I don't really know, even know how to explain the technique he was using, but what I gather, what I've gathered is he wasn't really necessarily like gambling. I think when you, let's take a step back and like talk about, you know, the, probably the most boring topic on earth, which is like options trading and stuff, you know, it's, it's linked with like gambling and like, um, uh, a bunch of other things it's like how how to waste your money one-on-one but there's ways you can do it that are very safe and so this is what i believe uh or other people have said this user was utilizing um basically what would happen if he dipped a- below a certain amount of money um his uh his leverage would kick in and then he wouldn't owe a huge balance because he he basically bet that either the market would go up or down but that's kind of weird to say because how do you bet on both ways but it's it's a way of leveraging your money and stuff like that but anyways long story short uh, he placed the bet um or I could I shouldn't even say bet but he he placed the option trade uh, it cost him like $58, and he woke up, I believe, the next day saying, um, uh, with a balance in his account, like negative $700,000, and that's mainly because his leverage hasn't didn't kick in yet, and Robinhood, for some reason, didn't show um, his leverage kicking in. And so he wrote onto Twitter and um, I don't know the exact words. I don't have it pulled up or anything, but he said something along the lines of how can someone with $58 be in so much debt or something, something along those lines. And it was on that day that he, he killed himself. Um, So it's a pretty serious issue. Um, Robin Hood hasn't really, said much to the topic. Um and so I kinda just want to get your thoughts and opinions about, you know, this kind of this kind of issue that kinda of, I think that plagues our industry of just people not giving a fuck. <laughs> you know? Um but yeah, I don't know. Like when I think about liability, I don't think Robin Hood's a hundred percent liable for this. Um But I think there has to be some action taken on Robin Hood's part to prevent this from happening again. And so, yeah, what's your kind of uh, take on it?
1: What was the balance that he saw?
2: He saw negative $700,000. And I can kind of slightly
1: type. (laughs) Slightly type with your mechanical (laughs) keyword. (laughs) (laughs) And he just decided that that was, like, I mean, what did he?
2: He saw negative 730,000.
1: And he, and he, um, I don't even know what the right way to phrase it is, but that was the day that he decided he didn't want to live anymore. Yes. And we know that it's correlated.
3: Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. And what did Robin Hood say after as a result? So um,
2: they haven't said much, which yeah. continues that
1: they said something.
2: Uh, you know, they just put out public statements, say we're deeply saddened to hear about the tragic news. Um, we're looking into uh it's just like, you know, we're continuing to look into our platform and improve it, stuff like that.
1: You know what I think is going on right now? And I think that it's something that's just kind of gone on with. um, I want to say just white men, but I've noticed it in our own friend group. Just a silent hope that things just go away. Yeah, just, you know, I just don't want to deal with it. So I just hope it goes away and I'm Mm -hmm. just going to pretend I'm going to acknowledge it. So that people know that I know, but then I'm just going to not do anything about it. And I'm not going to mention it again. And I just hope that nobody brings it up again. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and I think that there are CEOs all over the Bay Area that are just hoping <laughs> that all of this anti racism just goes away.
3: They mm-hmm. just don't want to feel,
1: they just don't want to deal with it. Mm. You know, they're just like, oh, that's too much. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you
2: know? Yeah. And they're just like, I'm just trying to make my
1: money so that I can go somewhere else. You know? Yeah. Like it's like,
2: if I don't make any sudden movements, they won't <laughs> see me. <laughs>
1: they're like all Simpson, you know, in the bushes. Yeah. Um, I see it. Like, I see it happening. I see people just being like, oh shit, you know, shit's getting real. And I'm supposed to have an opinion about something that I've done, taken no time to understand. And so now just everybody leave, go away, you know. And it's, uh, it's certainly unfortunate. And I don't know why it happens. Um, it's really a bother. And, uh,. You know, I don't know, but I know someone who knows that person who owns that company.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like one person removed from like the founder of that company. And maybe I'll mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm c- curious. Know, because I'm curious now. Yeah. Um, I think it just boils down to mental health, really, and mm-hmm. how we truly need um a support system um I mean, there's two things because if you say that it's only mental health and you don't take any as a company then you then that company has no responsibility right because they're yeah, they're like, dissolving well, you yeah. made a mistake, and that's you know it's our it's our country that's the problem, but you are operating in legalized gambling really, and um <laughs> you know in, in and <laughs> You have to know that people are, there are people that, you know, can handle that type of pressure and there are people that can't, um, you know, gambling can also be, uh, addictive. And so you, you, mm-hmm. I would hope that you would factor all of those things in and maybe you don't, I, i found that like working in tech, I, you know, there's people that have good ideas that are trying to just make some money for themselves. I think a lot of folks convince themselves that what they're doing is positive and good and they don't really look at the entire picture of the impacts and the ramifications of what it is that they do. Mm-hmm. They only focus on like go to market and investment dollars and, you know, bio plan mm-hmm. and, you know, monetization strategy and growth, you know, product growth teams. Mm-hmm. Um and you know they don't think about anything else and uh the fuck more is there to say about it you know yeah. burn it down <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i don't know
2: yeah i think it's similar to what you were saying in the beginning is just where they've done something for so long and so now there's unrest and so they try to stay quiet. It's like no sudden movements, mm-hmm. uh, and this will all blow over. Um, and so with this story, I think there's a little bit, uh, there's liability on Robin Hood's part, and there's liability on our health system. Because, um, yeah, I'm, I will say it, but like, I don't believe this Robin Hood user was 100% there. I do believe he needed help. This was probably the last straw, but there was many straws, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think there's there's opportunities on both sides as far as mental health and uh, us as software engineers and just as companies um, uh, that just need to do better. And the way I would kind of put this, um, or the way I just see companies. Uh, a lot of people ask me since I work at a competitor to one of the largest companies. They ask, Oh, how do you view this company? Like, how do you view such and such? How do you view such and such, such and such this competitor? And at the end of the day, like, once you see past the logo, they're just people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's all they are. <laughs> yeah. Like, after you see past the logo, they're just people. So. Just taking that into this conversation, I think we just, as people, we just need to do better. Like, it's not pointing it at a certain logo or a certain company. It's saying, hey, humans, you over there, you need to do better. (laughs) And so, and I think, you know, we're all capable of like learning from mistakes. And so I hope... This is a mistake that we learn from. And so that's why I felt it was necessary to kind of bring up since we kind of both work in this field.
1: Yeah. Do you do anything in your company to identify risks in that in that way? Like risks that because your service is a service that's used by the public. Mm-hmm. So your service is also a service that could potentially see abuse. Um could see you know mistreatment of people i mean you Mm -hmm. have you know like public interfaces a lot of times and especially like in live streaming and gaming and things like that like you work in a space where it can be misogynistic it can Mm be um racist it can be really um aggressive and you know like um doxing could happen. I mean there's like mm-hmm. all kinds of like negative things that could happen to the people that use your service. Is that are those parts of your active conversations?
2: Yeah, that's a that's a very good question and my honest answer would be we take necessary precaution for every user on the platform, but what I would say is we don't do enough. We don't do enough for our moderators that have to deal with these things. Mm. Um, that's where I think we can do better. Um, and so, yeah, I think, or at least I hope um, that we service the our users in the best way. They have the best experience as far as communicating with. Uh, outside forces such as chat or anything else or just the community in general but that being said we do like ban a lot of people on a daily basis and the shit that they post and the shit that they say um, it's it's automatically blocked but someone has to review that and so I don't think we do enough to care for the people reviewing the content
1: yeah what about the people that post it? Do you any, do you do anything for those people? Because I honestly see people that go online and just troll. I see them as being in crisis. I
2: mm-hmm. see
1: those people, like the people that we see as being like abusers. I feel like abusers are probably some of the neediest people, <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. and and they're typically vilified and and I'm not, and I'm not trying to be like an abuser sympathizer. As someone who has been abused on more than one occasion by, you know, humans, um, you know, I certainly don't think that folks should get passes. But as 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 an abuser and reflecting on it, I can tell that those people that have been abusive have definitely needed something. Yeah. You know, like there there was something going on with them. That caused them to behave that way, yeah, and I would love for them to be healed because the trauma that they spread mm-hmm. is really is really detrimental. um you know, you think I think back about like the the teenagers that have committed suicide, and has happened more than one time um that you know, have been bullied online and mm-hmm. and if you think about it, you've heard that right yeah uh if you think about it they've been Mm -hmm. you know um in need of care but think about their abusers like Mm -hmm. those people are still going about the earth like tormenting Mm
3: -hmm. you know
1: tormenting other humans and is there anything that your company is doing to to assist those folks too
2: Not, so we look at it at another way, and this is only 1% of the broadcasters on our platform are trained to do this, but um, we should actually open up this training to all broadcasters, but it's only for our full-time broadcasters that experience this kind of training and how to deal with trolls and stuff. But the first reaction is not to ban the troll. Like, we always try to, uh, or at least this training teaches the broadcaster to not to feed into the troll, but try to get some kind of resolution into why he's feeling a certain way or, like, Mm. trying to do a certain thing. And so, um, so let's say if someone comes on to this broadcaster that I'm talking about that's full time, that goes through this training, they get this comment a lot and they say, you know, They'll get someone in chat saying, oh, go kill yourself or or the platform sucks and stuff. And so their immediate reaction is not to ban them, but to kind of get solution out of what they're asking, even though the way they're asking is a very non-constructive way. <laughs> so but yeah, I mean, yeah. we could we could possibly open this up to like all broadcasters. But yeah, it's yeah, that's that's a good point. I've actually never really thought of it. You know, I've thought of it like that, but I've always been like, oh, who cares? (laughs) So, yeah, you definitely opened my eyes to kind of like, there's that other side. Um,
1: Yeah. I honestly think that you bringing up this topic is, and honestly, just like how we're living right now and how we've been... um, becoming more active at least in the last month as a nation Mm -hmm. as a world really um you know and it's only my perspective maybe no one's becoming active and it's all propaganda and I have no fucking clue (laughs) because (laughs) I'm not going anywhere either (laughs) so I don't know (laughs) I mean I'm showing up to protest but other than that like it's just like my own little world um but you know we should be having these conversations and I Mm -hmm. think that I'm 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 really hopeful that companies now that a political activism is becoming more of a common topic mm-hmm. that, it, that it, these conversations can actually be had in the workplace so that we can look at the ways mm-hmm. that we are operating on a regular basis and make changes and have conversations like this. Like mm-hmm. just this conversation that you and I had imagine if you had this at work with one of your coworkers, and and someone was like yes of course oh my gosh that's a great idea like that would be mm-hmm. easy to implement. We yeah. could just like when we do ban somebody automatically send them like a toolkit you Mm. know and give them a path to becoming unbanned or something Mm. like that like how about you you know like go through these courses or what have you and we would love to welcome you back and like try to just sort of like help this person on their journey of you know being one with their feelings and (laughs) communicating in a way that's productive instead of destructive you know yeah um because i i I think yeah it's similar to like a job
2: yeah it's similar to like a job like if you if you get fired you might be prescribed to go through anger management courses and so you once you go through that you show the company that you went through this process and then they might accept you back and so yeah i think it's yeah i think it's i think it's a good idea
1: Also, I didn't know that you had trainings for how to deal with trolls. Is that something that you make public or is it only like afforded to people?
2: Well, it's not even training that we give to all employees, it's just training that we give to our like LA office that are going to be broadcasting on our main channel. So, like on the company channel, basically. Mm -hmm. So, I didn't get this.
1: It would be really cool if your company. I'm going to give you a list of suggestions. (laughs) It would be really cool if your company made that type of training available for people that are part of the um, different organizations that are um, protesting like the Mm -hmm. anti-police terror project and, Mm -hmm. you know, Black Lives Matter um, activists and like everyone else that's, you know, sort of uh, forwarding these movements because there are a lot of trolls out there. Mm. And I think that it would be really useful and it would be like a way that um, your company could contribute.
2: Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) This has been You Don't Know. (laughs) (laughs) Companies are just people. Don't stop looking at the logo. Change can happen. Mental health is a real thing. I'll leave links down below to go get help if you need help.
1: Yeah, you should, you know, because I was even talking to my mom about this the other day that like, we should all be here. You know what I mean? Like there shouldn't be um, a reason why uh, we can't work through issues and conflict. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? There's solutions out there. And I think if we are like communicative and work together, we can figure it out. Especially with the fireworks. Yeah,
2: the like, it's a war zone. <laughs> You're like, we I'm can resolve a conflict. I'm in a war zone. As <laughs> I'm, <laughs> there's... I'm in a war zone of
1: party time <laughs> on this on this devastating, devastating, uh, you know, horrendous day that has basically been, like, the celebration of the decimation of human life mm-hmm. since this country's inception. But, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're still here we're still trying we're still doing our best um yep it's been the longest outro ever
2: this has Goodbye. been yeah this has <laughs> been a you don't know with renee and don <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll let the fireworks speak for themselves. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> pop, 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 pop. What, what is charcuterie? Bye. Man, it's, it's when you go to your hotel room and they got the cheese and the fucking pepperoni sliced on a little wooden board waiting on you. New
2: jewelries, new taste level shit. she
0: be schooling me.